Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome to AutoLine Daily for Thursday, August 7, 2014. I'm Barbara Banier, back in the anchor chair, filling in for John as he continues to cover the management briefing seminars in Northern Michigan. Now the news. Chrysler posted its earnings for the second quarter and the results are much better than its Italian partner, Fiat. Last quarter, the company sold 723,000 vehicles globally, up 12% compared to last year. That helped boost Chrysler's total revenue 14% to over $20 billion. Its operating profit came in at $985 million, up 22%, and Chrysler's net income for the quarter was $619 million, a gain of 22%. Not surprisingly, Chrysler says Jeep and Ram were mostly responsible for its improved financial results. The economic downturn in 2008 kept a lot of people from buying new cars, so much so that the average age of a vehicle on the road today is over 11 years. Meanwhile, the Cash for Clunkers program ended up putting many good used vehicles out of commission, which caused prices for used vehicles to climb. Now, the secondhand market is seeing a wave of newer vehicles, which will bring resale values closer to where they were before the downturn. ALG, the analytics division of TrueCar, says before 2008, the average new vehicle retained 46% of its value after three years. As of June, the number has jumped to about 54.5%. ALG forecasts that by 2017, new vehicles will retain about 49% of their value, and by 2019, it will be back to pre-2008 levels. So if you're thinking about getting rid of that old ride, to it now. Last year, we reported that Tesla was running into trademark issues in China because the name is already registered in the country. At the time, CEO Elon Musk reportedly offered $300,000 to the guy who owned the Tesla names, but he refused. Now, Bloomberg reports that two sides have come to an agreement, but financial terms were not disclosed. Some people find head-up displays useful. But what if your vehicle doesn't have one and you want one? We've shown you an external unit in the past that Garmin offers, but that requires a thin film applied to the windshield. Now there's a company out of California named Navdi that has come up with a new portable HUD that has voice and gesture-based controls. It hooks up via your vehicle's diagnostic port and can display information like speed, miles to empty, and tire pressure warnings. And unlike the Garmin unit, it doesn't require a thin film on the windshield. The Navdi unit can also work with smartphone apps for navigation or even music. The company is looking to raise $60,000 through a pre-order campaign to help support initial production. Each pre-order unit will cost $300, while production units will be in the $500 range. Coming up next, we'll take a look at Jaguar's new F-Type Coupe. There's so much to love about Bridgestone's Dueler tires. The amazing traction, the quiet, comfortable ride, and they're really tough. It's like loving three tires in one. Jaguar made a big splash last year with the F-Type convertible. On the heels of that success comes the F-Type coupe, 
And to be fair to each, there's a lot of overlap between the cars. However, when you start looking at the differences between the two, you can definitely see who Jaguar is targeting with the car. And what's great about the coupe is that it appeals to really two different customers. Customers are looking for more performance and a more track-focused vehicle, but it actually also appeals to customers that need more practicality and more of a day-to-day -day driver. The trunk space is twice as large as the convertible, so it's a little more useful as a daily driver, but the body's also 80% stiffer, so it's even more responsive and handles even better on the racetrack. One of the reasons that body is so stiff is that the design team challenged Jaguar manufacturing to develop a way around the B-pillar. You can see the car doesn't have one, which gives the F-type an aesthetic that is beautiful, but especially hard to achieve. It's a very complex piece. It takes about five steps in the stamping process to get it all done, and no one had done a piece that large and that complex with conventional tools before. So it really is kind of a triumph of engineering, manufacturing engineering, both for the material technology and a special aluminum alloy that we use for that piece, as well as the stamping process itself. And it allows to have a completely unbroken line, uh, whereas the XK coupe has a, a seam halfway down the, the C pillar. The F type has no B pillar, has no seam, and because it's a single piece, it allows us to actually create the, the, the parts faster. In fact, it only takes 20 seconds per part, which allows the team to spend more time on the other unique features of the car that we discovered while testing it on the freeway. One of the great things about the F-Type is the shape of the car. It is a beautiful design, but unfortunately it's not a very aerodynamic shape, especially at the rear. The way that it tapers both in plan and profile view, it really, you need a, a, that spoiler to come up to control the airflow at higher speeds. So at 70, mi 70 miles an hour, that spoiler comes up. You can see it rise up in the rear window when you hit 70 and then fold back down at 50 miles an hour. Now we should point out that the convertible also has one, but it's wider and not quite as tall, so it doesn't pop up at the same high rate of speed and surprise some of us while you're driving on the freeway. So if you're into hidden spoilers and 550 horsepower engines, then the coupe may be right up your alley. The question is, can you afford it? The base V6 runs about 65,000, while the V6S will cost you at least another eight. However, when it comes to the big boy, the 5-liter V8R, be ready to shell out about hundred grand. Of course, there are options and extras that can boost the price even more, but if you're looking for a beautiful car with no B-pillar, you might want to check it out. That does it for Thursday's edition of AutoLine Daily, but be sure to check out AutoLine After Hours tonight when John McElroy and Gary Vassilash bring you a special edition from the Car Management Briefing Seminars in Traverse City, Michigan. They've got a great lineup of guests, including Jaguar's aluminum guru and the professor some insiders call the Bob Lutz of China. So check out that show tonight at Autoline.tv. I'm Barb Banier, inviting you to join me tomorrow as we wrap up the week here at Autoline Daily. Have a great day. Bye for now.